0: Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. Only praise Him if He's been faithful to you. Come on. You know, I said something about behind the scenes. How many of you believe that God is moving for you behind the scenes? so amazing because when i stood up here and opened my ipad there was a little uh, notation that came up and said clutter is moving things behind the scenes in your mail and i thought praise god god is moving things behind the scenes hallelujah even even my ipad is telling me well if you're ready for the word shout bring it on i don't know about you precious but i am truly hungry for the tangible presence of the lord I no longer can be satisfied just having church and going through the rudiments of religion. There's something inside of me that says there's problems that I can't handle unless I encounter the presence of God. And and that's why I've been in this series called Adore Him. And let me just preface it by saying this, isn't Jesus wonderful? Come on, let me hear from you if you believe he's wonderful today. So I want this whole house today to be transfixed on Jesus. We're coming from Matthew 121, 121, and then we're gonna skip to Galossians 1, 127. But it says here, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name. What's his name? What's his name? How many of y'all love that name today? How many are grateful for that name? You shall call his name Jesus. And here's some great news. Here's what the devil doesn't want you to know. He will save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated God with us put your hand on your chest and say he's with me yeah yeah, yelling in every trial in every situation in every high place and in every low place he's with me now watch this here he's called Emmanuel God with us but then Colossians 127 says to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Oh, my Lord. Christ in you, the hope of glory. In Matthew 1, we see his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. But in Colossians 1, he suddenly become Christ in you the hope of glory. I wanna teach for just a couple of minutes along these lines, there's a king in me. Tell your neighbor there's a king in me. Yeah, that's why I can't be tripping every time the enemy hiccups, there's a king in me. That's why I can't be upset when the enemy tries to attack and folks go crazy because I know that there is a king in me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I've got a feeling that everything is going to be all right long as there's a king in me. How many of you believe there's a king in you this morning? slip up your hands and get ready. I, I just have a thing or two to say. Father, I pray today that you will cause your anointing to be so real that people will realize there's a king in us. And if the king is in us, the king has authority. And if the king has authority, we have authority. And if the king is in charge, then no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Convince us in this time that there's a king in us. Thank you, King Jesus. Somebody Give the Lord a great big praise if you love him. Can you shout in second service? Let me hear you shout on the main campus. Before you sit down, push your neighbor and say, there's a king in me. There's a king in me. The Bible says his name will be called Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And then Colossians Paul wrote, he will be Christ in you, the hope of glory. I, I wanna take just a few minutes and drop in your hearts what I believe the Lord has dropped in mine during Christmas season. I love the fact that the promise of this text here in Matthew chapter one is that he is God with us. I'm glad that he is with me, but by Colossians 1, he becomes Christ in us. In Matthew 1, he's God with us, but in Colossians 1, he becomes Christ in us, the hope of glory. That means there's a king in you today. Oh, if you could get excited about anything, you ought to be excited about that. There's a king in us. And one of the most amazing parts of the Christmas story is that Christ was born on earth before he was born in us. And even the place where he was born, gives us incredible insight of who he was and what he came to do. Y'all, he came to earth and when he arrived, he didn't arrive in a palace, he didn't arrive in a cathedral, he didn't arrive in a mansion or a synagogue or a place of political or religious power. No, when he comes, he comes to a stable. When he comes, he comes to a barn. When he's laid down, he's laid down in a manger, manger that cattle ate from and I don't want you to miss it honey. He was born God and he did not grow into his deity. He he didn't just suddenly become deity after a few years. No, when he was born when he came out of Mary's womb he was born God. It didn't take him time to become God. He was God in the manger. El Shaddai in the manger. Jehovah Jireh in the manger hallelujah wonderful counselor and mighty god in the manger god in the manger see the writer of silent night he had it right because remember he said silent night holy night radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace and then he said jesus lord at thy birth he said when you were born you were born god Oh, make no mistake about it, y'all. He was Lord at his birth. When he was born, he was counselor. When he was born, he was wonderful, mighty God, everlasting father. When he was born, he was lamb of God and more than enough. When he was born, he was Isaiah's prince of peace, Isaac's ram, Job's redeemer, Abraham's seed, the seed of the woman. When he was born, he was the captain of the host of Israel. When he was born, He was the way maker and the miracle worker and the promise keeper and the dead raiser when he he didn't grow into his deity he arrived as God oh if you believe it you ought to give him praise right now even as an infant, even as a little bitty baby, even as a newborn, there was enough power in one drop of his blood to defeat every scheme of hell, to wash every sin away. Right there in that moment, his blood had the power to erase every plan of hell that has been launched against your life. I'm glad that he's God, God in a manger, and he became God on the cross that died for you and me. He was holy. In fact, the angel spoke to Mary and called Jesus a holy thing that just blows my mind. I don't know what it does for you, but it blows my mind. The angel said, this holy thing that will be born to you is the son of God. And when this holy thing appeared, y'all, he didn't come to a synagogue, like I said, he didn't come to a palace or a mansion or a cathedral, but he shows up in a barn he arrives in a stable he's born and laid in a manger and that became his crib born in the company of livestock i want you to think about it jesus is a holy thing but it comes to a horrible place i feel like preaching here he is majesty in the midst of manure you got royalty in in rubbish you got you got god around garbage you got a king born in a barn and when i think about that baby rudolph and frosty the snowman and miracle on 34th street they all kind of lose their zane when i think that wonderful counselor el shaddai jehovah came down and was born In a barn, don't lose the wonder of what Jesus did for you. He came to a barn telling me that the lowest common denominator in humanity could have access to him. It showed me that one day anybody could come to him. No matter how messed up you are, no matter how polluted your past, no matter how many issues you've got, it showed that you would have access. Tell your neighbor, I got access. See, my first clue that there's a king in me comes when I realize where he showed up at in the first place. We know Jesus would be willing to live in us by remembering where he came to on earth. He came to a dirty barn. And if he will come to a dirty barn, if he will live in a filthy barn, if he will be born in a filthy barn, he will certainly come to you and become Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, you can sit out there and look straight ahead and act like I'm talking to somebody else, but the truth is, I know you're saved, but you still got issues. Oh, come on now. I know you're saved, but you still got some problems. You still got some attitudes. Look down your row and see if you can figure out who got attitude today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's them, and they know for sure it's you. The truth is some of y'all had issues this week. Some of y'all have had problems and attitudes and circumstances, but I'm so glad that a perfect king is still willing to come to an imperfect place. He will live in you even though you're flawed, even though you're messed up from the chest up and beat up from the feet up and toe up from the flow up. Come on somebody, he's perfect, we ain't. We've got issues, he doesn't. He's holy, we're not. But just like that barn was a mess and probably stank, he came anyway. Jesus looked beyond your fault and saw your need and came anyway. Yeah. That makes me want to say thank you, Lord, that you love me in spite of myself. You didn't love me for what I was. You loved me for what I could be if you came to my place. And you inhabited me and became Christ in me, the hope of glory. I have I have no trouble bringing God my worship because there's a king in me tell your neighbor there's a king in me yeah yeah there's a king in me now not only was Jesus born in a horrible place he arrived at this place and was immediately on Herod's hit list now last night I was talking to a pastor who owns a television station in Israel and he said, in all actuality, he said, my tower from my TV station is in Bethlehem, and it sits right above the caves where Jesus' stable would have been. And he said, a while back, they excavated those, uh, those fields there. He said, right off those uh, where the shepherd's field there, they excavated and found just droves of, of, of bones of little children where Herod had slain slain the childrens back in the time of Christ, slain the little boys. But you see, God took care of Jesus, and if the Lord took care of Jesus, he's going to take care of you because Christ is in you, and he is the hope of glory. And if the Lord wouldn't let anything, if God wouldn't let anything happen to his son all the way back 2,000 years ago, since he's inside of you, ain't nothing going to happen to you because Jesus is inside of you. Now, it amazes me because Jesus is a baby. He's a baby, but nevertheless, he makes Herod's hit list he's a baby y'all what can a baby who can a baby threaten it seems like he is a threat to no one he hasn't grown physically he hasn't entered into his ministry he hadn't healed the sick or raised the dead or discharged the debtor or set the captive free or walked on water or done one notable thing but yet when he arrives he arrives on hell's hit list jesus wouldn't do anything significant ministry wise for 30 years but the attack that jesus endured in one season was only because the enemy was terrified over his next season okay y'all just looking at me but i need somebody to hear me i said the attack that jesus endured in one season was only because the enemy was terrified of his next season Sometimes you make the devil's hit list not because of where you are, but because of where you're going. Oh, let me teach this word. Let me talk to somebody right now. Some of you are enduring an attack in this season because your next season is terrifying the enemy. Sometimes you have to understand that you are under attack because the devil knows that where you are is not where you're going. The devil is not afraid of you now as much as he is afraid of your potential. Tell your neighbor, I have potential. Yeah, yeah, I may not look like it. I may look a little ragged. I may look like I've been struggling, but Christ is in me. He is the hope of glory. If I could just show you a video of your future, you would understand why hell is fighting you so hard right now. Okay, I'm going to run down there and amen myself. Am I talking anybody today. If I could show you a video of what God is going to do in 2019, you might understand why 2018 you've been hanging on to heaven with hell on your back because the enemy knows that you are going to have breakthrough in the next season. If your future wasn't great, the devil would leave you alone. Let me tell you something, the only time if, if I ever get in a fight with you and you're trying to hurt me and you keep trying to get up, I'm not going to fight with you in Jesus' name. I'm going to love you, but you never know about Pastor Dawn. She might fight with you, come on. But the truth is, if you ever really get in a fight, you're going to fight somebody until they can't get up and hurt you and hurt your family again. As long as they got the potential to get back up, that's the only reason you still fight. The truth is some of you been in fights and been in battles and you feel like the devil's been wetting on you even recently. The only reason he's hitting you, he because he knows that when you get back up, he's gonna rule the day that he ever touched you or mess with your family. Tell your neighbor there's potential in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody give God a praise, somebody give God a praise. I have found out that very often my my struggle in one season is indicative of my breakthrough in the next season. So here the devil is, he creates a hit list and put Jesus on it because the devil is terrified over the potential that lives in Jesus' life. And I want you to understand me in this place, God is not through and he's not through with you. Praise the Lord. No weapon formed against Jesus shall prosper, and I dropped by to tell somebody, Isaiah fifty four seventeen says, No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Don't freak out because weapons get formed. It didn't say no weapon would be formed against you. It said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The devil is going to form weapons against you. You got to expect it. He's going to form his greatest weapons against you that he can. But when it's all said and done, they will not prosper. You have to say, devil, hit me with your best shot. He will form weapons against your purpose, weapons against your family, weapons against your dreams, weapon against your future representing weapons against your capacity to do good. But when you understand, devil, you can form those weapons, but in the end, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper some of y'all say well if Pastor Rayleigh it hadn't worked I would feel like the enemy's getting the best of me let me tell you something don't you let hell fool you if the enemy was getting the best of you you wouldn't be here this morning but because you're here still worshiping God I'm telling you that God is gonna come through for you you better give him a praise if you believe it hallelujah I said hallelujah The devil's afraid of you. He's afraid of that Jesus that lives deep down inside of you. He's afraid of that purpose that lives inside of you. And I'm telling you, he may attack, but there is something inside of you that is greater than any enemy that can come against you. Somebody say no weapon. Somebody say no weapon. Somebody say no weapon. Now give the Lord a praise like you believe it. Something here that is amazing to me in this text is that this assault took place when Jesus was a child. A little side note here, because I find this to be true even in my own life. Some of the folks with the greatest potential and who actually wind up doing very significant things often deal with challenges as a child. They deal with trauma as a child. They were made to feel worthless or they were abused and I'm living proof that you can survive it and come out of it. Y'all don't make me throw my shoe. Would you still love me if you knew what I've been through? Would you still love me if you knew what I've faced in my life? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Would you still wanna hear me preach if you knew what some of the stuff that was done to me messed me up for a while? But let me tell you, when it was all said and done, my destiny was greater than my dilemma. Can I get a... Sometimes when you have a great potential, you'll see children that endure seasons of abuse because the enemy wants to sabotage their future because he wants to hold hostage the potential of their life. Herod was far off from Jerusalem. He was way far off from Jerusalem, but he launched his attack against the destiny and purpose of an infant. He lost his attack against Jesus, and sometimes the devil will use people that are away from you, but then sometimes he'll use your own family. Help me, Holy Ghost. He'll use folk that have your last name to try to sabotage you. But let me tell you, whether you've been through something recently, or you're going through something now, or you've been through something a few years back, let me tell you something, you're still here. Tell your neighbor, I'm still here. I may not look like much, but I'm still here. I may have cried a little bit, but I'm still here. I may have felt wounded and weary, but I'm still here. Because God brought me through it. See, some of y'all don't even know it, but God has brought you through some things that you didn't even know he was bringing you through. Tell your neighbor, he brought me through. At Christmas time, we should praise the Lord for all he has carried us through. I dare you right now, if you can find a praise, will you praise the Lord for all that he's brought you through? (laughs) Hallelujah, I don't feel, well you're still here, you're still worshiping. You're still praising. Somebody give God a shout for all he brought you through. Man, I bless him today. I bless him because of what I've been through. I bless him for what he carried me through. I was talking to my wife last night. We were laying in bed just talking. And, and, and she looked at me, she said, who are you? She said, how did you come out of what you came out of? How did you become who you are? I'm telling you, it's because the Lord carried me. He carried me through the abuse. He carried me through the struggle. He carried me through times when church folks said he ain't worth nothing. I had deacons meet with me on the side when I was struggling at 20 years old and said you'll never amount to anything, you won't be able to do anything, and I had, a, I remember I had a deacon's wife who pulled me off to the side and said, you got too many struggles. He said, maybe you could do a small thing for God, maybe you could do something small for the Lord, but let me tell you, it didn't matter what deacons said, it didn't matter what family members said, there was a king inside of me, and the king had an agenda for my life, and he Here I am today, saying, look what the Lord has done. Tell your neighbor, there's a king in me. 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 me. I can't be defeated. There's a king in me. I can't go down and stay down. There's a king in me. Now remember, this king is in a stable, y'all. He's in a, he, he's in a horrible place. You got a holy thing in a horrible place. A holy God is on hell's hit list. But do you think God was worried about it? You know, the things that worry you don't worry the king in you. Y'all don't make me throw my... I said... The the things that worry you, the king in you is not worried about it. The king's got it under control. Hallelujah. Now, here, here he is. The king comes to a stable, a holy God on hell's hit list. Life itself in a manger, depending on the nourishment and care of a young Hebrew girl, puts himself in a position where he has to depend on this Hebrew girl. Jesus, who needed nothing but gave up everything so we who had nothing could have access to everything. I need to slow it down and say that again. I said, Jesus, who needed nothing, but gave up everything so we who had nothing could have access to everything. That that makes me think God is good, y'all. I said, God is good, y'all. Can you imagine the great I am is in a stable in the form of a baby laying in a manger. When Moses asked the Lord in the burning bush, who shall I say sent me? The Lord said, tell Pharaoh, tell that Pharaoh I am, that I am. Now now, listen, You something when you can say that. He didn't say, you know, tell him John sent him, or tell him, tell, tell him, tell him, Keisha sent him. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Tell him, tell him, Jimbo sent him. No, he said, tell him I am that I am. He didn't say not I want to be. He didn't say tell him I want to be. He, he didn't say I would be if I could be. He didn't say to tell him I tell him I wish I woulda been. I wish I coulda been. Tell him I'm gonna be. No, he said I am. He didn't say one day I will be or I think I'm about to be. He said tell him I. Am am that I am. Just tell Pharaoh I just flat out am. I know that's country right now and I never know when the country's going to hit me. But y'all know what I'm talking about. I just flat out am. I just am. I am regardless of what religious pundits say. I am regardless of what denominational people say. I am regardless of what stuff-shirt theologians say. I am regardless of what religious structures say. I am regardless of what men's traditions say. I am that I am. I am a healer. I am a provider. I am a waymaker. I am a child saver. I am that I am. I How many of you believe that he is? He just is. Tell your neighbor he just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm high, he just is. When I'm low, he is. When I'm going through trouble, he is. Hebrews says in Hebrews eleven five. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. He what? He is. He is, he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Uh, never forget, honey, especially at Christmas time, the I am still is. Can I talk to somebody? i said the i am still is i said the i am still is tell your neighbor he still is he still is a deliverer he still is a way maker he still is a healer and a savior he still is worthy and wonderful what he could do two thousand years ago he can do today and what he did in your last season he can do in this season the things he broke through before he can do it again tell your neighbor he is he still is it's been a long time but he's still my way maker i've been serving him for decades now but josh carter i'll tell you i'll stand up here and shout it from the mountaintop he can still make a way right out of no way because he still is don't really, he still is if you believe the i am still is give him a praise right now I ain't going to let what I see convince me that he can't do it again. I'm not going to let this battle that I'm in convince me that the I am is not still. He still is. Give him a shout. Crazy people don't change him. I said crazy people don't change him. He still is. Never forget the I am still is. And then I love that Paul did not stop there. He said, you must believe that he is, watch this, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Somebody say diligently. Uh, Not not once in a while. Not, Not sometimes. Not if it's going good. Not if I feel like it. He, he said, diligence has power. Never underestimate the power of sticking with it. Push your neighbor and say, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Never underestimate the power of sticking with it. Some of the most blessed folk are not always the smartest. Some of the blessed folk are not, some of the most blessed folk are not always the most gifted or the most well connected or the most articulate. Let me tell you something. I've never felt like I was the best preacher. I've never felt like I was the most articulate or the most gifted. I knew that someone else had greater hermeneutics than me and homiletics than me and exegetics than me. I knew that some had a greater understanding of eschatology than I did. I knew that some could teach deeper and more profoundly than me. But I did understand this. As long as I show up, let me tell you, a lot of the breakthrough I've had is because I have been hard-headed enough to show up. Let, let me tell you, you will find people that can preach me, but you won't find people more stubborn than I am because I keep right on showing up. And the Bible said he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Some of y'all right now are going to see breakthrough just because you showed up. Tell your neighbor, keep showing up. Yeah, yeah, just keep showing up. You may not feel like it, but keep showing up. He is a rewarder. Now the word rewarder in the Greek, it means one who pays the best wages. That's if you transliterate that, that's so powerful to me. Because in Jesus name, when you keep showing up, he pays the best wages. It kind of brings that song into reality. That old Pentecostal song, they said, Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. I know I'm preaching a little too much for y'all. I said, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Well, he healed my body, told me to run on. He healed my body told me to run on, he healed my body, told me to run on, he, well he filled me with the Holy Ghost, y'all ain't saying nothing to me, he pays the best wages, there ain't nobody like him, can't nobody do me like Jesus, there's a king deep down inside of me, I dare you to give him praise if you believe he pays the best wages. Tell your neighbor, nobody like Jesus. I don't care who it is, not your mother, not your brother, not your father, not a banker, not a lawyer, not a man, not a woman. Ain't nobody like Jesus. Nobody can take care of me like Jesus. Nobody can heal me like Jesus. Long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. He's a doctor. He's a lawyer. He's a baptizer. He's a way maker. He's a lily. He's a hope. He's joy in the morning. He's peace that passes understanding. Tell your neighbor, there's a king in me. There's a king in me. There's a king in me. Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's a king in me. One, two, three, give God a praise if you believe. Now, I love the word king because I've gotten smarter because of Google. Come on, somebody. Now, now, before I even go there, I just want to do this. Tell your neighbor you can't quit. There's a king in you. Raise up your hands. I declare in this Christmas season, God, you, God gives you the gift of I won't quit. If you receive the gift of I won't quit, one, two, three, give God a praise right now. Y'all remember C Hammer? Too legit. Hey, y'all don't act like you never heard that song. Some of y'all wore a big old hammer britches. Come on, hammer pants. But you look at the word king, it originates from the word kin. Somebody say kin. I love that. It blows my mind when I understand that my king is my kin. He's my elder brother. Come on, my king is my kin. And he was born a king, y'all. And my king is my kin. My king who is my kin put on skin so that I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Be careful who you make king over your life. My, my king is my kin. I got kinfolk. And, and that's, that's my, the kinfolk that I'm really thankful for. Because how many of you know you can't choose your kinfolk? I told y'all a while back, when I travel, sometimes I do a special on my table, buy one, get one half off. And I call that the family reunion special. People say, why? I say, because you know for every one of your family that's normal, one of them's half off. Can I get a witness? So you buy one at normal price, you get one. At- how many of y'all got, some family that don't even half off, they all the way off, can I get a witness? So my kin, my kin became my king. He put on my skin. And I want to tell you today, and in closing, be careful who you make king over your life. Something something or someone is going to sit on the throne of your life. Hear me in this place. I love the process. Because when I study this thing, in the Old Testament, he is God out there then in the new testament he became Emmanuel, God with us but now he is Christ in us the hope of glory stand up everybody tell your neighbor that's why I can't give up uh, that's why I can am gonna still find joy I, I I renounce and rebuke depression offer you in the name of Jesus Christ I said, I renounce and rebuke depression off of you, child of God, in the name of Jesus. I renounce it off of you. Right now, I renounce and rebuke and bind the spirit of heaviness that's trying to lay down on you. I rebuke it. It lifts off of you right now. It lifts off of you right now. It lifts. I bind hopelessness off of you. Somebody better raise your hands. God is doing a thing. I bind hopelessness off of you and weariness off of you now in the name of Jesus. I release a supernatural hope in your life because Christ in you is the hope of glory. I release it over you about your future. I release it over you about your family. I release hope over you about your dilemma. Christ in you, the hope of Glory! I bind desperation off of you. I bind negative thinking off of you, and I release a spirit of faith in your life. In Jesus' name. Somebody raise your hands and say, "There's a King in me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you know when those wise men came to see the Lord, when they came to see the Lord and they come up to that barn, they didn't look, that barn didn't look like much, but hear me, don't let the barn fool you. There, there's a king in the barn. Tell your neighbor, say, 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 don't let this, don't, 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 don't let this fool you. Don't let this man fool you. Don't let don't let this struggle fool you. There's a king in me. Don't let this season I've been in fool you. There's a king in me. Don't let my past fool you. There's a king in me. Don't let the attack of the enemy fool you. There's a king in me. That king is gonna give me hope in the name of Jesus. I release over your life a supernatural season of hope. See, these wise men came after God because they knew, they followed that star to Jesus because they knew he was worth pursuing. I'm telling you, if you'll pursue Jesus, hope will come into your life because he is the hope of glory in you. Here it is now, precious. We find out that Jesus was born in a barn an unlikely place there's a king in you even though it may seem unlikely that he would ever come to you he came to you because he loves you understand me understand me some of you have been in a season right now where you have made the devil's hit list but let me tell you something if your future was not great the devil would leave you alone if God didn't have a plan for your life, the enemy would not touch you. So somebody better hear me. This season that you've been under attack, it's not even about this season, it's about your next season. How many of you are claiming 2019, I'm breaking through? But I feel prophetic anointing all over me i said in 2019 you are not breaking down you're breaking through i said in 2019 you're not breaking down you're breaking through with heads bowed and eyes closed and no one looking around just for a moment if you're in this room and you'd say pastor rayleigh i'm not where i need to be there's things in my life that alienate me separate me from the lord And when you pray for somebody pastor Rayleigh, i want you to pray for me when you remember somebody in prayer remember me because i'm not where i need to be but i need to get that king activated inside of me i need to get that king in me that you've been talking about christ in me the hope of glory i want that king working big in my life if you're not where you need to be with the lord When I count to three, I want you to raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor one. Remember me, Pastor two. I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. Three, slip that hand right up, hold it up. If that's you, you say, Pastor, I got some things I need to get under the blood today. I got some things I need to get right. I need to get that King activated in me. If that's you, come on, I'm gonna give you five more seconds. If you raised your hand, keep it up. Five, pray for me, Pastor four. Remember me, Pastor three. Lift me up, Pastor, two. Pray for me, Pastor, one. If that's you and you raised your hand and you really meant business, I want you to come stand right here in the front. You won't come by yourself. But if you raised your hand, if somebody next to you raised your hand, I want you to move to the side and let them come. But come right now. It's time for your new beginning. That's it, love. That's it, honey. That's it, son. Why don't you clap, people are coming from across the room people are coming from across the room hallelujah hallelujah come on you keep clapping they'll keep coming hallelujah young and old rich and poor come on we want more come on you keep clapping they'll keep coming if you need to move move right now i'm lending you a few more seconds i'm holding the door for you that's it That's it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on in the name of Jesus. I want everybody to take your hand and place it on your heart right now. And I want you to pray this prayer after me loud. And I want you to pray it strong. I want you to pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, please forgive me for all my sins take my heart wash it clean I want the king in me to live big give me hope give me peace give me breakthrough I thank you right now I feel it I thank you right now for a brand new beginning for a brand new start My old life is gone, my new life begins today. Today, today, I speak it, I declare it. Everybody say it now, say I declare it. There's a king in me. I can't give up, there's a king in me. I can't stay bound, there's a king in me. I have a future, there's a king in me thank you lord in jesus name somebody give god praise for all these precious folk i want all you that came forward i want you to turn i want to meet you right over here follow this these beautiful blonde-haired ladies right here just go right this way everybody else stand tight where you are just for a moment you ought to clap for every person that came forward to make jesus lord Here's what I'm going to ask you to do now. I'm going to ask you to do something really, really, truly radical. There's something about your praise in the midst of a season when the enemy has been attacking. There's something about your praise that disrupts the schemes of hell. There's something about your praise that makes the devil say, what in earth is going on? I feel like right now, some of y'all have been enduring a season of intensity and and maybe you've come to church today and you're a little bit sensitive because it seems like hell's been working overtime but you have received a revelation as i've taught this word that Quite honestly, the attack that you've been enduring is not about where you are. It's the enemy trying to resist where you're going. But remember, Jesus was protected by the Lord and Christ in you in the hope of glory is in you. And I wanna tell you your purpose and your destiny is intact. So I challenge you right now, as Pastor Troy comes to close this service out, I want you to praise the Lord first of all, for what you made it through. Go ahead and praise him for what you made it through. Now, everybody can't praise like you because they didn't come through what you come through. Okay, now I want you to praise the Lord for what you're making it through. It ain't perfect, but I'm making it. I said I'm making it, it ain't perfect, but I'm making it. But if you believe that God's got breakthrough in your next season, one, two, three, lift up a shout as Pastor Troy comes. Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.